We're doing something a little different on the podcast today. Christina is talking with Christian Schaff, the founder of Uncharted Supply Co. Their mission statement is a phrase we've actually heard a couple times on this podcast. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. When it comes to the coronavirus pandemic, many of us were not prepared. We all saw that mad dash at supermarkets and club stores as many tried to stockpile necessities. As an avid adventurer, Christian understands firsthand the importance of being prepared for extraordinary circumstances. He shares that perspective with us today and what we can do to better meet our own needs in the future. Here's Christina Pascucci. Christian Schaff, the founder of Uncharted Supply, uh, spent a bunch of time in war zones, wilderness. He's also a really good friend, and I'm so happy and honored you're taking the time to talk to me during this busy time. Thank you, Christian. My pleasure, as always. It's been really fascinating talking to you. I love our discussions and debates. You've been talking to former CIA people in the intelligence community. What are you hearing most, or what's um, what do you think people would be most shocked by? Wow, that's a good question. You know, I think um, I think public perception of what's happening is is changing almost hourly. Uh, you get these crazy doom and gloom reports, and then you have the president saying everything's going to be fine by Easter. You know, mm-hmm. and I I think. I think there's just a lot of confusion out there. People don't know what to believe. They don't know kind of which path to take based on the information they're getting. So, boy, what's shocking? I don't know what's shocking because I think the media, no offense, um, the what media the likes to lead, lead <laughs> the media <laughs> likes to lead with the shocking headlines. Yeah. Um, maybe what I could tell you is what I think the reality is based on, based on our team here at Uncharted. Uh, I think that, I think usually having the information and knowing how to react to it and having a plan is obviously the best the best thing you can you can focus on. So I, I think I think I'd like to start there. And what I would tell you is I think this needs to be taken very seriously. Um, I know that that whole discussion around well it's affecting older people and now there's some statistics that maybe it's affecting younger people, but there's a lot of people that think, hey, I might get a cold, whatever. What's what's the big deal? You know, you know my grandpa. You know he's mm-hmm. he's um. He's taking chemo right now. He he has respiratory issues. He has a pacemaker. Um, I, I'm not staying home for me. I'm staying home for him, even though we're in different states. I think how we navigate this shows kind of who we are and and how we should be. Because maybe it's not about us and it's not selfish and it, it's about protecting the people that kind of are exposed. So I do think this is serious. I think people should should think about this in a very serious manner. That said, um, you know, I got a, I got a message the other day on Instagram from a customer that said, Oh my gosh, I just saw tanks on trains go through my town. What is happening? And I was like, let's pump the brakes here. That's not the Iraq army or the Iran army. That's, that's our national guard. Like we should welcome them. Those are, those are our friends and they're, they're coming in to help us navigate this situation Mm -hmm. and and protect us. So, I think there's a lot of just knee-jerk fear that happens in situations like this. And if you really break it down, it doesn't have to be scary. It's definitely uncertain. But, you know, we should have supplies. We should be ready to shelter in place because that's what's needed. And if you plan ahead, that 
mitigates a lot of fear. And so that's kind of always my perspective on this. And I always Sorry. felt like I would want to be with you if there is a zombie apocalypse because you're the most prepared person. You're, um, the survival <laughs> kit you guys have is incredible, the 72. It's, it's, I don't even know where to begin with that. It's every possible um, item you would need if you needed to survive for 72 days. And if you want to talk about that, you can. Well, yeah, I mean, and I, I've really taken this time during COVID-19 to not plug my company. I'm, I'm happy to share the perspective because I do think it's important here. But, you know, we've tried to be a, a resource of information. But, you know, I started this company in 2016 because I kind of expected something like this, some large-scale emergencies to start happening. I mean, we have really heavily populated cities and we have tensions politically in our own country and abroad. Um, natural disasters are changing and these things are increasing in pace and size. I mean, it's statistically proven. So to not be prepared is almost to me like having your head in the sand. I mean, I just, the writing was on the wall. I've been to Iraq 40 times. I've, you know, I've done all the mountain climbs and the hunts and the, all the outdoor stuff. And then I, I was in California and I realized, wow, people, people are really comfortable being comfortable. They, they can, they can use Amazon prime. They can use AAA or Uber and kind of any problem you face can be solved with the device in your hand. And that's great until the problem gets bigger than that. So, right. you know, we started this company with how do we provide coverage and a solution to make people the hero of their own situation? Like, what can we empower people with that's going to change the day and change the game when nobody else is coming to help you? And so that's kind of how we think about all of our products. It's it's high-quality stuff. It's education. It's organization. It's, it's meant to kind of guide you back to safety. And, yeah, and what would you do you know, now? What would you tell people they need to have now? Well, so so I I have a handful of, of interviews on our, our channels, too, which we can direct people to. But I've talked to um, Navy SEALs. I've talked to Marines. I've talked to doctors. I've talked to, you know, I, I talked to you on this stuff. And and across the board, what they tell me is, like, like my buddy Jack Carr, who's a Navy SEAL, um, in a very Navy SEAL tone said, prepare or suffer. And I think that sounds scary, but if you unpack that, what he's saying is we have the ability to prepare right now. You have the ability to go out and get the food you need and the medicine you need and the roll of toilet paper you need, not 40. And if you have the stuff you need, you're being asked to sit on your couch and stay in your home. And you can be very, very comfortable there. But imagine you don't prepare and you just wait until it's too late. Things like, you know, feminine hygiene products. Why do you giggle or when you say di that? diapers? <laughs> because that's a weird example to lead with. It just came out. But like, you talk about uh, diapers or or medication you need that, that definitely just makes your life better. Like, those are different, you know, it's a sliding scale of suffering. But there's no reason not to just have what you need. There's so much upside and so little downside. What would you recommend that people had uh, on their being? What are some critical supplies that are important um, that maybe, I don't know, people wouldn't think about? You know, that's, that's, a, that's a good question. And the, the real answer is every human has a slightly different set of needs. But, you know, we've been including an N99 air mask in our kits since, since 2016 because we wanted to be prepared for something like this. Now, as you know, it's hard to get your hands on one. Um, you know, having having things like, uh, like an air mask, um, 
soap, antiseptic wash. The, the things people forget a lot about are like batteries and light bulbs and just little little things like that that everybody runs out and gets food and milk and bread and like that's great but um what about healthy food you know what about fresh produce what about there's again it's really hard to define what the global thing is but you should make sure you have what you need to be healthy and sometimes that even is mental mentally you know like some books some things like that mental positive mental attitude is um is very critical uh, factor in navigating this stuff, right? Staying happy, staying engaged. And if you find yourself in a house with, you know, maybe you don't have internet and you don't have TV and then you forgot to get some books or whatever, that's going to suck, you know? So it it can be pretty trivial, but these little things can make a big difference. It's, you don't have to go out and buy a a bunker. You don't have to buy a hundred gallons of water. The water's not going to turn off, you know, but what are the things that make you comfortable? I think that's what you need to focus on. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, this is obviously an unprecedented time, but we have access still to so much and people are still, you know, you still have the delivery workers bringing the mail, bringing the Amazon packages. Thank God for them. That's all I got to say. And there's always Netflix, so it's really not that bad. For sure. And and I am thankful that the essentials are still going you know, what, what if that stops? Like, are, are you good for a week if that stops? Like, these are questions you should ask yourself, and it doesn't take a whole lot to prepare for those types of things. And in preparation, it gives you something to focus on. You feel like you're working towards a solution, um, and I think overall that alleviates stress, and you're going to be in a much better place. So, you know, I'm definitely not a doom and gloom guy. I'm just a, like, have we thought of everything guy. And I think that's that's the way I would encourage other people to think. Great. Um, you were saying something earlier, we were talking about how long this might last, and you got an interesting email from China, was it? Yeah, so so we do source uh, a few products from overseas, and our kits have 40 or 50 pieces in them, so we get them from all over the world, and I got a really interesting email just last night from one of our friends at one of our factories, and he said, you know, the 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 word on the street over here in China or the kind of general consensus is that this is going to last a long time in America. And he kind of broke it down in the email. But what he said was, you know, in China, when this hit, they really, really locked us down. I mean, I think we would call it severe, uh, the level of quarantining they did. As you see now, we're rolling out state by state and city by city, and people are still going out to the beaches. And it's kind of like... It's kind of suggested, almost. China, right. it was, it was like Informed you had to do this by police, yeah, and or face arrest, right? And the, the analogy he gave me, I, I live in Park City, Utah, which is you know twenty five miles from Salt Lake City. He said, if if you drove from Salt Lake City to Park City, you were forced to quarantine for two weeks before you could come in contact with another human, and that's just a twenty five mile drive up a highway. That's from what they do in China. That's what they that's what they enforced. And he said that is what got this under control and got them past this kind of widespread, you know, distribution of this disease. So, you know, my worry, honestly, is that is that we aren't taking this seriously. And, you know, as I talked to my military friends, uh, Travis Haley said, you know, um, why wouldn't this happen here? He's like, the problem is. Our generation has never faced anything like this. We see it on TV and we go about our daily lives and nothing changes and the news cycle changes and it's it's an old story. 
And so why should I take it seriously? Which is reasonable, right? People have never actually come face to face with something like this. But he's like, I've been in all these countries. I've spent time serving these countries and I've watched it happen and there's no reason it can't happen here. And now it's coming. And he's like, and that's where a big disconnect is, is as Americans, we just, we've had it really good for a long time. And this is kind of the first time for a lot of people in their lifetimes that they really should be paying attention and they're kind of disregarding it. Mm -hmm. What's the number one question you get asked by people who are looking for tips on how to navigate through this? Well, um, we get a lot of different questions. You know, the, the number one question we get really is air masks. And I don't even know if it's worth discussing. I would tell people, forget the air masks, stay home. Mm-hmm. Um, if Even if you have like the best air mask, uh, an N99 air mask is designed to be used one time. You put it on, you take it off. There's a chance it's contaminated at that point, which basically means it's ineffective. So, you know, for people that are looking at like, oh, I'll get an air mask so I can go do my thing. Like, just just stay home, you know? I don't know if you saw the pictures at our beaches uh, and our, our pier, Malibu Pier. They, they shut it down mm-hmm. after all these pictures emerged last weekend. Yeah, people just... Americans like to just kind of keep going. Yeah, and I, I think that's a beautiful thing in a lot of regards, but in this situation, it doesn't work. So people really need to pay attention to this. Um, you know, a lot of the questions we get are just around fear. And my response always, and as it has been for half a decade, is if you prepare, it mitigates a lot of fear. Just just start. The analogy I gave you earlier today was like, let's say I'm feeling a little out of shape, um, and I decide to go and get on the treadmill. Well, when I get off the treadmill, I'm not suddenly in shape, but I definitely feel better for getting that workout in and I'm moving towards it. So don't think that, you know, because you haven't started now, it doesn't mean you can't. Take an hour today and just think about what you have and what you need and make a list and then think about the right time to go and get that stuff and just, you know, just calm down and take steps towards where you start feeling, okay, I'm, I'm good. I can hang for a while. And I think that's, that's a really important way to think about this. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. People can find you where? Uh, yeah. Um, you can ask us questions on our Instagram. It's at Uncharted Supply Co. Uh, mine's at Christian Schaff. Maybe you can share those. You can email us. I mean, we do have a team of, of really expert people that are, are answering questions for us that are helping us navigate this and giving people advice. So we're here to answer whatever comes our way and, and to be of service. So yeah, reach out. Thank you. We'll be back with more Coronavirus Daily tomorrow. Christina and I will be checking in with each other regarding our own self-isolation experiences, and we'll go through some of the ways we can all try and feel a little better during these trying times. Please be sure you're subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode, and please help others find this podcast by sharing it with them. You can find Christina and I on Twitter at KTLA Podcasts or Christina KTLA, or use the hashtag KTLA Podcast. Thanks for listening.